In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about selling merchandise on YouTube and YouTube terminology. So grab your cup tumbler mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you will learn how to get better at YouTube and online video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin. If this is your first time here, I want to let you know that all the comments on the show are from my YouTube comments or other YouTube communities online. To submit your comment, head over to commentsovercoffee.com. The first question that we have is from The Dragon God. Love that channel name, by the way. Says, I have a question. I'm new to YouTube and I was wondering, could I sell merch of my game studio logo? It's the logo that you see next to my name. I want to start making some cash off of my channel. Thanks for your time. Dragon God, that's a fantastic question. Thank you for your comment. So here's the thing. Absolutely, you can sell merch for your studio logo. You can sell merch that has your logo on it. You can sell merch that has any catchphrases that you have on it, or you can level that whole thing up. And this is what I really want to encourage you and everybody that's listening to this to do. You can level that whole thing up by thinking of the people that are watching your videos and the things that they would be interested in and the things that they would buy merch about. So for example, in my case, I primarily just have merch that has my Nimenati logos on it. It'll have my Nimenati logo and I focus a majority of my store on that. Now I have a Spreadshirt store as well. And in that Spreadshirt store, I have a bunch of other things and I just haven't moved them over yet but I have a bunch of other things that would make sense to the people that watch my content. I have shirts that are related to bloggers. I have shirts that are related to just subscribing on YouTube. I have shirts that are um, just related to different things. You know, they'll say things like, you know, your boyfriend watches me on YouTube or your girlfriend watches me on YouTube, for example, because, you know, I want content creators when they see those to say like, oh yeah, this is, you know, it's not just his logo. I'm not just repping him. I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tuned into what's going on here because this is something that I think about, right? Like another one of the shirts is like, you know, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm vlogging. Right. And the thing with that also is because I'm trying to connect with the vloggers, right? The vloggers that watch my YouTube channel, I'm making that shirt for them so that when they see it, it's like, oh yeah, that's clever. Ha ha ha. I'm going to pick up that shirt. So like, it's cool for me and it's cool. It'll be cool for you when people are wearing your logos and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, if you want to sell more merch, like beyond just your logo, then in that particular case, you want to think about the people that are watching your videos and start thinking, okay, I'm not just selling my logo. I'm not just selling my catchphrases. I'm not just selling things that are only related to my channel. I'm also thinking of the types of things that my viewers would be interested in. And I am making shirts based on that kind of stuff. Now, of course, you know, you don't want to violate any, you know, trademarks or, you know, any copyrights or anything like that with the stuff that you're putting on the shirt. However, You do want to just think outside of the box. You know, if there's something that you could say on a shirt that your viewers would relate to and think like, oh, that's great. I got to get that. That's so clever. Then in that particular case, then you'll be creating that additional asset that you can sell for a long period of time because you're making that shirt for the people that watch your videos and not just to have them repping you, for example. And real quick, before we get into the next comment, a quick word from our sponsor. Tubatools.com has professionally designed thumbnail templates, graphics that remind your viewers to subscribe to your channel, end screen graphics, channel art, motion transitions, and more to help you level up your presence on YouTube. Save 20% on your membership by going to tubatools.com forward slash coffee or using the promo code coffee if you make a purchase from our store. Get everything you need for your YouTube channel at tubatools.com. Okay, this next comment is from Island Girl. 
Island Girl says, and this is on my video on getting more views on YouTube by avoiding these three mistakes, says, hi, I don't understand what you mean with target phrase. Is that for the title or for the tags? Okay, so when it comes to a target phrase, what a target phrase is, if you are a content creator, a target phrase is something that is going to help you rank your videos in search, and it's also going to help give relevance to what your video is about. Now, as we start walking down this road, and as I start explaining this, I do want to bring to your attention that the majority of traffic on YouTube comes from browse and recommendation features in general. Search SEO is fantastic for a lot of channels. However, it's not the only way to get views. So I just want to make that very clear and make sure that you understand that ranking videos in search is not the only way to get views. Making very good thumbnails, very good titles, and very good content, that is how you get way more views than just trying to rank your videos in search, for example. But when it comes to target phrase, what is meant by that in terms of the terminology, target phrase is basically the phrase that people would be looking for in order to find your content. So when you are optimizing your content around a target phrase, what you are doing is you are finding a specific phrase that people are searching for on YouTube. So let's say they go up to the search bar on YouTube and they start typing in how to tie a tie as an example, or they start typing in new fashion for 2020 or 2019 or whatever the year happens to be. Things like that, right? The things that people are actually searching for. When people are typing in those things in YouTube search, when you target a phrase, what you're doing is you're actually targeting the thing that people are typing into YouTube search. Because ultimately what you want is when somebody searches for something, you want your content to come up on the backside of that. So you want your content to be preferably within the first top results there, the first five results that people see. Ultimately, you want your content to show up there. So when me and people that make content like I do, when they tell you to optimize for a target phrase, basically all they're saying is to find the way that people are searching for the type of content that you make or for the specific video that you made, find a way to work that into your title, into your description, and into your tags so that you are basically telling YouTube, this is what this video is about so that YouTube can quickly show that video to the right people when they're searching for it. Now, a couple things that I want you to keep in mind here. If your video is optimized perfectly for search, if you are optimized for that target phrase, we'll just say how to tie a tie. If you optimize all of the metadata on your video and the metadata terminology, that basically just means your title, your tags, your description. If you optimize all of that for how to tie a tie, but people are not watching your video for a long period of time, they're not engaging in your video, they're not clicking on your thumbnail, they're not clicking on your title, um, you're getting a bunch of thumbs down, like whatever it happens to be, like YouTube is not gonna put you in those spots. If other people are getting a better performance on their video, they're not gonna put you in those spots. If people have, like how to tie a tie, for example, if people own those spots and the channels that have those spots are bigger channels and they have tons of views on them and they've accumulated a ton of watch time and watch time on YouTube in terms of terminology is the amount of time people spend watching that particular video if they've accumulated a ton of watch time, then it's going to be either very difficult to compete or it's going to take you, if you can compete, it's going to take you a while to work through the ranks and to accumulate all the time that they've accumulated or 
your video has to massively outperform the other videos that are there, or at least one video in those top five results in order for you to slide into that spot. And by outperform, what I mean is that your video has to get clicked on more and people have to watch it more and people have to engage more, share it more, add it to playlist more, all of that stuff, right? All the things that YouTube are looking for, it has to do better than the other videos that are in that spot because how to tie a tie is an extremely competitive thing to go for. Now, in this particular video, when I was talking about finding your target phrase that you're gonna try to rank your video for, one of the things that I most likely said in here was to make sure that you are looking for the competition, right? Looking to see who it is that you're going up against. Now, when you are going for a target phrase, you also wanna think, okay, well, if I'm going for this target phrase, how competitive is it? And you kind of have this balance that you have to do, this balancing act, because you want to go for things that people are searching for in a higher volume. And there's a bunch of tools that you can use to find that out. You can use uh, Keywords Everywhere, which is a browser extension. You can use TubeBuddy, which is also a browser extension. You can install that. You can actually try it out for free. If you go to TubeBuddy.com slash Nimmin, you get your Keywords Everywhere, TubeBuddy. You have um, SEMrush can also help you with this. It's a website, um, SEMrush.com. But anyway, there's a bunch of tools that can help you identify these things. And what you want to do is you want to try to find things that are getting a fair amount of search volume, which basically means they're getting people looking for that particular phrase, that target phrase. Over the course of 30 days, there's a decent amount of people looking for it, but there's not a lot of videos for that spot. There's not a lot of videos. If you actually search it for yourself, you don't find heavy competition in those particular spots that show up on your screen when you search in that particular term. So when it comes to the target phrase and what it means, again, you're basically just trying to match your content with what it is that people are searching YouTube for. So that when people search for it, because you optimize for that target phrase, YouTube puts your video there as long as your video performs, and then people can come into your video from that target phrase. Now, this is a really awesome thing, depending on the type of content that you make. If you get really good at this, you can build a really, really solid foundation for your YouTube channel by working this into your content strategy. So, you know, you have videos that you have out there for search. You have videos that are made just for the fact of, you know, trying to bring in the the browse and recommended viewers as well. But you always put out content from time to time, even if it's not part of what you're doing now putting out content from time to time that is relevant to search so that you build up that nice, strong volume of search traffic as well. So in the event that there's a shift of some kind on YouTube and all of a sudden you're not getting much browser suggested traffic because you've been bumped out of those spots by somebody new that's come into your space or um, just by you know other content, then search traffic can still bring you enough to sustain you, so to speak, until you can get the ball rolling again to get back into more search and browse features with the content that you're putting out. I would like to invite you to rate this podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice, just because I really want your feedback. I want to know what you're thinking about the show so far. I want to let you know. I just want to get your thoughts. You know, let me know. Give me some feedback. Let me know how you're, how you're feeling this or not. And uh, hopefully you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me. Get show notes, resources, and more over at commentsovercoffee.com or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.